Hello, my name is Tom Allen, and I'm the Minister of Education and Administration at the First Baptist Church in Southern Pines, North Carolina. And I'm Brian Moore, Minister of Youth and Students here at First Baptist. Welcome to the second podcast in our new fall series, Finding God in All Things. And today we welcome, as our guest, Lauren Craig, who recently came on staff at First Baptist as our Director of Children and Family Ministries. Welcome, Lauren. It's great to have you with us. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Tom. It's so good to be here. I appreciate it. Yes, welcome, Lauren. We're glad to have you with us today. Thanks for joining us. So, Lauren, um, each week we start off with a fun sort of question called, What's Your Favorite? And last week, Brian and I talked about our favorite fast food go-to places around here. Um, And once again, uh, today's question is about food, but specifically about candy bars. Okay, so Lauren, if there could only be one candy bar in the world left for you to eat, what would that be? All right, Tom, I've thought about this, and I'm not a I'm not a huge candy bar person. I started thinking of a few different, you know, I like Snickers, I like Almond Joys, um, but mine's kind of random. I really like Cadbury eggs, mm-hmm. and as Easter rolls around each year, that's the, that's the go-to candy that I always got as a kid growing up in my Easter basket, and to this day, my parents still place Cadbury eggs at my plate when we'd go over and have Easter lunch with my family. Cadbury so Cadbury eggs, eggs are cool. my go-to. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Brian, what about you? One candy bar left in the world, what would that candy bar be? Well, again, I think, uh, I'm not sure if you classify this as a candy bar, Tom, but my favorite candy is Reese Cup. And, oh, yeah. uh, and it's amazing uh, how uh, they have taken over the market with the Reese Cup. You got the Reese egg at uh, Easter. Yeah. You got the Reese Christmas tree at Christmas, uh, and uh, so you just have all of these different uh, Reese cups that that are out there. And uh, Reese so, pumpkin, Reese pumpkin, and yeah. in, the, in at, at, uh, for Halloween. And so, yeah, I love a Reese cup, especially one if you stick it in the refrigerator and get it really, really nice and cold. And and oh. I need to go get one right now, Tom. <laughs> so, Tom, what about you? What are you, what do you what's your go to candy? Oh well, I, I actually like Cadbury eggs too, but I guess you can only get them like during Easter. That's uh, right, the, seasonal, very seasonal. Yeah, seasonal. And I love um, Reese's cups. When you said that, I thought you know I really like Reese's cups too, no matter what shape they they come in. But I think my go to candy bar is a Snickers bar. With the with you know with the the peanuts in it and the nougat and the chocolate and uh, and 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 Snickers bars are pretty good, um, you know, pretty pretty good too in coming out of the refrigerator yeah. or coming out of the freezer. But I was thinking that um, you know Halloween's just a few weeks away, and so Lauren, you and Lance will probably get to enjoy some of your kids' Halloween candy that they don't eat, whereas Brian and I now, with our kids grown and married and out of the house, we don't get to to enjoy leftover Halloween candy. But you know, Tom, uh, now that we're in charge of buying the Halloween candy to give out, we usually can buy a little extra of the kind that we like. (laughs) So we usually have a lot of extra Reese cups at the Morehouse uh, after Halloween. So Uh, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. I have a a five-year-old who does not like chocolate. And so as he sorts through his candy basket, the chocolate comes to mom and dad, which is 
wonderful. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. We, we kind of had that. Our, our younger daughter, Sarah, did not like chocolate. So so we, we racked up, or I racked up, I guess, during <laughs> Halloween when she was small. So, um, so Lauren, last week, uh, Tom and I shared uh, that as Christians, we find God in reading and studying the Bible alone and uh, with others, uh, people sometimes. Uh, we find God in worship. Uh, we find God in prayer. But again, uh, as we shared, Tom and I uh, said that we find God, especially in our backyards, uh, in our gardens, and in the natural world. God's creative power speaks to us in those settings and just confirms that there is something bigger and greater than, than us. But as a busy mom and wife and director of children's ministry now, where do you find God? Sure. Well, you know, I agree with you all. I think, you know, finding God in in nature is certainly one way that that I that I find God. I, you know, I frequent the beach with my family and I love to sit on the edge of the water and just look out at the vastness of the ocean. And just to think of how big God is, um and it really puts things into perspective for me. Um but I would also say that I find God in my children. Um you know, it has been such a gift and mm-hmm. such a blessing to be a mother. And from the time of finding out that uh, that we were expecting, you know, you have this this human forming inside of you as as a mother, and it's just a miracle from God to have that um, that blessing and just to experience that um, part of His creation. You know, and, and going through and and um, you know having the children and and getting to teach them about God's love has just been such a wonderful gift. Um, I have a five-year-old, Peyton, um, and a 16-month-old, Turner Kate. And so um, they're at two very different phases of childhood right now. Um, but just to see them growing and developing and learning constantly, um, I'm just in awe that God can create um, just the the complicated, um, the unique, um, just wonderful gifts that, that children um, bring to our lives. Um, you know, it's really neat, especially seeing Peyton, who's getting to the age of really understanding more things about about life in general. And, um, you know, for years now, we would, we would sit at night and read his children's Bible. And I think for me, you know, and I've, I've told this to our class as well recently, that Going back and reading Bible stories from children's Bibles has been such a gift. I think that it's really taken mm-hmm. me back to, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what are we all about? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what are those old stories? And, um, you know, remembering these these people from the Bible and what they've experienced and in a really simple way, you know, in yeah. the simple terms of a children's Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so having those conversations with him and reading those Bible stories um, has been such a blessing for us. Um, and then just day-to-day conversations with him as well. You know, it's driving down the road and just having those moments where I get to witness to him directly, just about everyday life. Um, and also watching his response of just accepting that God's got it. He's yeah. in charge, you know, mm-hmm. and just to have, you know, faith of a child. You know, it's just really cool to see that in my own kids. You know, and it's a beautiful thing too, Lauren. Um you know, uh, as they grow up and as they, you know, they go out and they get on their own, um, you see the fruits of what you what you're describing right now. Um, you know, uh, the last couple of day uh, weeks, there's been 
daughter day and brother day and Sunday and everything. And, and as I went through pictures and put, put stuff up and, you know, and the, rem the remembering how just proud I am of my children and what they've become and the Christian young people that they've become. It's just been just a blessing to see God flourish in their lives and, the, and, and all of the work that this church has done in raising them and other people in this church has done in raising them. Uh, it's just been a blessing to see. And I know, Tom, you can probably say the same thing about your children yeah, as well. Yeah, you know, I read something recently that... Um, that God is the source of all joy in our lives. And so wherever we find joy, we find God. And as you were talking about finding it in your, in your children, um, I, I can resonate with that too, even though our, our daughters are both, uh, like I said earlier, they're both um, married and um, live about an hour uh, from us in, in Wake County. But, um, but I, I, I continue to find joy in being with them and with their husbands. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were together, uh, all six of us, Bev and myself and, and Hannah and Sarah and their husbands, and uh, just met at a restaurant in Raleigh and ate outside and just had, just had the best time. And, um, and so I, I find a lot of joy uh, in, in my kids, a lot of joy in, in my family. And, you know, uh, uh, Brian, you can probably attest this. You, you go through the teenage years with them and their challenges, their ups and downs, their ebbs and flows. But again, I, I would say, uh, along with Brian, um, that this church has had uh, a lot to do with, with their formation as believers. And um, I, my kids grew up enjoying come to church, coming to church. I think a lot of it obviously was social because a lot of their friends came here. But they, they, they knew that they were loved and that they were cared for. And, um, and, and consequently, I, I think that played a big role in them uh, staying connected to faith and, and with, uh, with, with the persons they chose to marry. And so, so both, both our daughters and, and their, their husbands are connected to communities of faith and, and, and living out their faith in that way. And, and I'm, I'm very grateful, but like you, I, I find joy. Um, I find joy in, in my family, in my kids, uh, sitting around playing games, uh, board games, uh, laughing, talking about different things, eating together. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think that's a wonderful place. I think that's Absolutely. a wonderful place I to find 100%, God. 100%. 100%. Thanks, Lauren, um, for uh, joining us today, and it was great to have you uh, with us. Thank you. It was great being here. I appreciate it. As we conclude this time with a few moments of reflection, Find a place where you can be free from distractions. Take a few deep breaths to quiet yourself. Brian is going to lead us in this time of guided prayer. And feel free to pause the podcast to give yourself more time between each suggestion. As we begin, take a few moments to acknowledge that God is present with you and welcome God's presence into this time of prayer. Next, review your day 
with gratitude. Scripture tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from God. Walk through your day and note its joys and delights. Don't forget to pay attention to the small things like the food you ate, the first cup of coffee, the sights you saw. Remember that God is in all things. God is in the details. Offer a prayer of gratitude to God for any good gifts that come to mind. Next, pay attention to the emotions of your day. Reflect on the feelings you experienced during your day. Were you bored, sad, cheerful, resentful, compassionate, angry? What might God be saying through these feelings? Perhaps you feel sorry because you feel that you fell short in some way. Where did you perhaps turn away from God? Offer these experiences and the feelings that accompany them to God. Next, think of an encounter with another person or perhaps some moment of happiness and peace. Look at that encounter or that moment. Pray about it. Offer it to God. Offer a prayer of intercession for someone or praise or perhaps repentance. Finally, look toward tomorrow. Ask God to give you light for tomorrow's challenges. Are you fearful, happy, apprehensive, or full of anticipation? Offer these feelings to God. Seek God's guidance for tomorrow. Ask God for help and understanding. Pray for hope. Thank you again for joining us for this podcast. Feel free to share it with a friend or a family member. Our next podcast will be released on Wednesday, October 20th. And our guest for that day will be June Vetter, a member here at First Baptist, and we'll be talking about finding God in our grief. Again, our music today is from the album Quiet Time Praise by Eric Nordoff. And the selection is entitled breathe. You can find it on Spotify and other digital platforms. Thank you again for joining us. We look forward to being with you in two weeks. Until then, may the peace of Christ be with you.